everybody. So today, um, I am recapping the first season of Laguna Beach. If you are not a 12-year-old girl, or we're not a 12-year-old girl in the 2000s, then maybe you will not give a shit about this podcast. But I just, I really wanted to rewatch The Hills. I was just like jonesing to rewatch The Hills. And the only way that you can really rewatch the hills is to first watch Laguna Beach like you just have to do it because that's where Lauren and Jason start and you just have to like dive in so I was like I just want to do it and it's so funny my husband was making fun of me the whole time but he's like the quality of this show is terrible and it was supposed to be like kind of like mockumentary almost like where it looks like you know like It's a documentary, kind of, but it also is, like, a reality TV show, kind of, but it's also, like, like a teen drama, like the OC. So it's, like, kind of a mashup of all these things, and my husband was like, this is so embarrassing, (laughs) like, the quality of this is terrible, and I was like, but it's just, like, what it was, and um, I was, like, a diehard Laguna Beach fan, like, diehard Hills fan, like, diehard, like, whatever, like, I was so invested don't tell me that it's not real because I will not believe you like I'm just like so I'm there I'm in Laguna Beach California and that is what it is so anyways I'm gonna go through the first season I'm gonna go through the second season in another episode and then I'll carry on into the hills and so on but this was such a fun like blast from the past. Like I remember everything so vividly, but also like rewatching, it's just like another level. This is something I feel like I would rewatch The Hills over and over again before kind of I like clung on to One Tree Hill and things like that. I think um The Hills was like my comfort show and I would just like rewatch it over and over and over again. So um, I am well versed in all the drama and I'm well versed in all of the things that happen and whatever, but I just thought this would be really fun and lighthearted and just like a break and escape from books. I thought about putting this on the Brunette Best Friend podcast, which is dead, but um, they're all blonde. I mean, Audrina, once we get to the hills, is brunette and I love her. But even she's blonde sometimes, so it's just, like, not a really strong case that I'm a brunette best friend for that show. So I just figured I would just put it on here and it would just break up some of the book monotony and whatever and be a silly little trip down memory lane if you two were cool in 2004 and were watching MTV shows and whatever. So let's get into it. So very quickly, I just wanted to point out that there are only 11 episodes in the first season and each episode is only 20 minutes long. So it doesn't take you very long to get through them. Even the hills, I think the episodes are only like 30 minutes long, so they don't take you very long to get through. That's why I was able to watch it so much. I was able to watch it like over and over. I just constantly had it running, I feel like. Um, So I was 13 when Laguna Beach came out in 2004 and I just thought these girls were like so cool, like this is not how we acted in my high school. Like, I mean, we did, I guess, but also I was 13. So like, we didn't, like, we were just starting to act this way. Um, but I just thought it was like so cool. And like, you know, I don't know. Um, so the first episode is a black and white affair. 
It says, welcome to Laguna Beach in the life of eight high school friends who were born and raised in this beautiful seaside town. So this is like introducing everybody, introducing all the characters, blah, blah, blah. So first of all, we have like the iconic, like coming clean. Like anytime you hear that song by Hilary Duff, you think Laguna Beach. I don't care who you are. That is what pops into your head. Um, and then Lauren is the narrator. So Lauren is like kind of explaining who everybody in the town is. And she's talking about Kristen and she's like, she can't stand me. And here's the reason why Steven. And then it shows like Steven and she introduces him and whatever. So, um, watching this, I feel like knowing like who they become, I'm so glad. Like I was always team Lauren. Like I didn't dislike Kristen. I was never like, you know, like, oh, I hate Kristen, I'm Team Lauren. Like, I was never that way. Like, I liked them both. And I still do appreciate Kristen in a way. Like, I watched Very Cavalry. You know, I'm in all of her drama and things like that. Like, I'm I'm still, like, I don't follow her on Instagram or anything like that because um, I don't think I agree with her politics. I don't, I don't really know. Um, and just some things that she's been involved in, I'm just like, eh, I don't like it. But I do still think like, I mean, she's a boss bitch. She's a hustler. Like she's, you know, busting her ass, whatever. I respect it. Um, I know that sometime recently, or maybe it wasn't recently and I'm just like forever in a time warp. I don't know. But I know that there was an interview that Heidi Montag gave that she said something about how Kristen is like more successful than Lauren. And I was like, hold on. And I looked it up and According to Google, Lauren's net worth is more than Kristen's. So, goodbye. And then also, Lauren is just like, Lauren is happily married and has kids. Kristen also has kids, but she's not happily married. Um, And I just feel like Lauren has just very steadily been involved in the things she's been involved in. And I feel like um, Kristen kind of is like throwing herself into different projects and things. And she's just kind of like seeing what sticks. Whereas Lauren, I think, has been very consistent with the things that she invests her time and things into. So I'm glad, knowing what I know now, like, I'm glad that I was always Team Lauren. But either way, I mean, they both did just fine for themselves, so I think they're doing okay. Um, there's this weird, Rewatching this, I really hate Steven because of the way that he treats the girls and the way that he, like, kind of juggles them and I don't know how much of that was like embellished and whatever again don't tell me it's fake I don't want to hear it but I do like there's this part where Steven's like Kristen's a good girl to hook up with and have fun with and Lauren's a good girl to make your girlfriend but then like he's like with Kristen for most of the like whatever so it's just kind of like that line was a line that boys used all the time like back in the day I feel like I don't know if they still do I will kill my son if he ever does this but um, where they're like, oh, like, she's great girlfriend material, but, like, I'm just not ready for a girlfriend right now, and it's like, yuck, like, that's disgusting, like, what are you doing that you're not ready for a girlfriend, like, you just want to, like, hook up with a bunch of girls, and you just want to be a sleaze, like, what, like, what, what about not being ready for, like, what is, what is it, what is it that you're not willing to commit to here, because that is a line that was, like, so used back in high school, was, like, oh, like, that's the kind of girl you make your girlfriend. And it's like, yeah, so make her your girlfriend. Like, what are you doing? It's gross. Anyway, so he, like, kind of juggles them both, and it's really awkward. And then he's also really awkward. Kristen confronts him about Lauren. I think um, 
she says something about like you were over at her house or something and Steven's like kind of denying it and then he like turns around and acts like it's no big deal and he's like I don't really know like he just like kind of like fumbles around it and doesn't really know how to like defend himself or whatever and like don't get me wrong like if I was dating a boy and he was like really close had been like really good friends with this girl and was like constantly hanging out with her and I knew that she also liked him and they had also hooked up like I would have a problem with that too but it's just like the way they go about it and the way he handles the conversations are just super cringy um this is when they have the black and white affair and I remember this is what like started my infatuation with parties and having these like very themed parties all of my parties were like themed I feel like um I had like a sweet 16 party I had a when I was 18 I had like a masquerade party I had like I was always trying to do this I was like trying to re um what am I trying to say like I don't know what the word is but I was always trying to like mimic this sort of setup where they would have these like super intimate like parties and gatherings and things like that and like obviously like it never happened but that's because I don't have Laguna Beach money and also didn't have Laguna Beach friends I don't know she had a lot of help like they had a lot of help with these parties and I didn't have anybody that was trying to help with these parties so this is the first party that they have, and it's, like, everybody has to wear black and white, and they have it at a hotel part, like, if they have it at a hotel and whatever, and all the girls are talking about how they can't find a white dress that isn't trashy, because typically white dresses are a little trashy, unless you find one that's, like, super churchy, I feel like, um, or, like, a bridal sort of, I know, like, there's a ton of, like, lacy things like that um, for, you know, like, rehearsal dinner. Like, those kind of dresses are always really good. But just, like, casual, like, white dresses usually aren't the best. I don't know. So everybody's talking about how they can't find a white dress that, like, doesn't look trashy. And then it cuts to Kristen is, like, the only one who wears a white dress. And it does kind of – it's, like, strapless. And (laughs) she's, like, kind of, like, sucked into it. Um, It does look a little not – as nice as the rest of the people um and I think it's interesting to see some of the different like situations like I think I mentioned this at some point maybe honestly it might not even be until season two I don't know but like Jessica is kind of interesting Jessica is Kristen's one of Kristen's best friends but Jessica is dating Dieter who is one of Lauren's best friends and so Jessica is kind of in the middle and that is like an interesting dynamic to watch especially now and then another thing that I really love is I like paying attention to the people in the background like you can see Lauren's friend Jill in the background of like almost all the episodes I don't know why the people that were picked were picked actually that's a lie because they watched (laughs) okay so I have all of these I own all of these I own (laughs) the first season and the second season the third season was stupid so I don't own that but then I own all of the hill seasons as well So that's how I'm able to watch these, FYI. I don't know where they are. I think maybe on Hulu. But um, in, like, the extra footage or whatever, they talk about, like, the casting process and how they, like, found everybody and picked everybody and whatever. So they did pick very specific people. They didn't just, like, let it be a free-for-all. But I think it's interesting because, like, I know that Jill is one of Lauren's friends. I think her name's Jill Hendricks. And... So you can see her in the background of a lot of things. She goes, I think it's in the second season, but she goes to like Mexico with Steven and Dieter and Lauren. And um, that's really interesting. It's also interesting, like you can see Jen Bunny in the background of a lot of these episodes. And she is never 
ever talked about until way later in the hills when she finally gets introduced as like Lauren's friend or whatever. And like she talk, they talk about how they're such good friends, but like you're like, wait a minute, like she was literally never there, but she was. So I think that is really fun is to like see all the people in the background and see the people that you know were always kind of there, but weren't on the show necessarily. I think that's really fun. Episode two is called The Bonfire. It says a double date dinner turns from bad to worse when Stephen gets jealous about phone calls Kristen is receiving from another guy. So basically, Kristen and Jessica make Stephen and Dieter food, like dinner, and it doesn't go very well. And then um, they, it like goes awkward because Kristen is getting phone calls from this guy named Sam, who I think, like I think Stephen is cute. I am not into like blonde guys and Sam is blonde, but I think Sam is arguably maybe like for the general population more attractive than Steven and if she's having all this trouble with Steven it's just like funny to me that she didn't just like I don't know what the deal with Sam was I don't know why Sam didn't want to like commit but I feel like she could have ended up with Sam and then everything would have been fine but that's just my opinion I also really appreciate I think they make the dinner at Dieter's house and Dieter's house looks very normal. Like it looks like a very normal house in the 2000s. It's not super fancy. It doesn't look like the hills, like Laguna Beach. Like it doesn't look like Lauren's house. Like it just looks like a regular house. And I really appreciate that because if you watch it back, it doesn't look nice at all. It just looks like very regular. Um, so I really appreciate that. And then what else? Um, so I don't even have anything about the bonfire here, but basically they have a bonfire, like party, whatever. And then, um, there is, what else? Um, Morgan is getting, like, they're all are applying to colleges and things like that. And Morgan, who is arguably my least favorite character on this show, she's the worst. Um, she applied to, like, BYU or something I think somewhere in Ohio I'm not really sure she applied to some school and it was the only school she applied to and she didn't get in and she threw a fit about it she's like what am I supposed to do now and it's like um well maybe apply to more than one school like I when I was applying for schools I ended up going to community college and then I ended up doing online and then we moved to Vermont and I finished in Vermont but When I applied for schools, there was, like, a university I wanted to go to, and I knew that they let people in pretty regularly. Like, it wasn't very hard to get in, but I still applied to multiple schools, and I got into the school I wanted to get get into. I didn't end up going, but that's, like, it's just, like, why would you only apply to one school? Like, is she that good of a student? I don't know her backstory, but, like, it always annoyed the shit out of me that she was just, like... (laughs) well, what am I supposed to do now? And, like, that's how she does, that's how she says it. And I'm just like, um, apply to other schools, bitch. I don't know. So that happens. Lauren and Lo go to Trey's Active Young America um, coffee shop situation. Trey is this, like, do-gooder, always doing projects, always whatever. Um, I don't feel like we had that. I mean, I guess we probably did have that in my school. Um, we probably had people that were whatever, and I just – was never a part of it and didn't know anything about it and whatever because I was not caring about the world back then but um I think it's interesting that he was like super young and was just like diving into all of these like projects and things and like just trying to make the world a better place and things like that I think that was really cute um and then also I think it's funny Lauren and Kristen have very similar cars um I know this changes at some point I think like Lauren gets a 
black BMW or something, and then I guess Kristen probably gets a new car at some point or whatever. But for a while, they're both riding around in, like, hand-me-down white SUV type things, and I think that's really funny. Episode 3 is called Fast Cars and Fast Women. It says when Elsie, Stephen, and Trey check out a designer fashion show in LA, Elsie watches Stephen's attention turn from fashion to fashion models. So this is the episode where they go to like this fashion show. They stay like in a hotel, the three of them, and then they go to the fashion show and then the model like and Stephen like, I don't think they hook up or anything, but they're like dancing together and he just like says she's like really hot. He says that the model has a hot face and I don't know what that means because Lauren is way prettier than the model. I don't think I understand the way that boys' brains work because arguably like Lauren is above and beyond prettier than this model girl this but she's a model so I don't know if that it's like the cheekbones I don't know what it is but there's nothing about this girl that I'm like oh my god she's so pretty like she looks like a china doll and Lauren is like Lauren Conrad so I don't know but um I just like never understood that and also I put a note in here that Steven seems super boring and like there's just, I just don't know what the draw is for Steven. And I think that honestly, probably like looking back at your younger self, you could say the same thing about the boy that you liked in high school. Like what was the draw? Like what was so great about that boy? Like that you just like had to have him. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Um, I also, I forgot to talk about this, but Lauren's style was so great. It was so simple and so basic, especially for someone who lives in Laguna Beach, which I guess is part of the reason why it was so simple. But she it was it was attainable like looks like even if her like outfits were very expensive outfits like she just wore like jeans and tank tops that she like layered and it was very simple and she like made it look effortless and it looked really nice and I think that that is fun because that was definitely what we were doing at the time was layering tank tops and wearing jeans and whatever um and this is also the episode where Kristen's car breaks down and she's like, my car is Dunzo. Like, that is where the word Dunzo comes from. I don't know if there was ever any reference to the word Dunzo before then, but that is definitely where that comes from in my mind. And then it turns out she didn't put oil in her car and she said, I should not be rewarded for stupidity is what her dad said. Um, I don't necessarily think it's a realistic expectation for you to make your children put oil in their cars. Like, I don't know... Um, like oil changes, yes, but I feel like even that is something that you should remind them because they're children and that's not something, even as an adult, sometimes I like will click over in my car to like see how much oil is left in my car and I'm like, oh shit, I should probably get my oil changed. Like, I just don't think that that's like a realistic thing to put on a teenager. So I don't know, especially if it's an older car, it probably needs more maintenance more often. And I think that's something that parents should be a little bit mindful of but it did make for a really great episode so it is what it is and then I also said that the show always makes me want to go out to eat because that's all they do like the hills especially I just always wanted to like call someone and be like can we go sit at Applebee's because I just want to talk about drama and eat food because like that is what they do in every single episode and it's hard not to want to do the same Episode four is called 18 Candles. It says when Morgan throws Christina an 18th birthday bash, she cuts Elsie and Lo from the guest list. So bumping into them the next day at the nail salon was sweet irony. So basically this whole episode is about Christina's birthday and it's actually kind of boring. It is like they go, they go to like Joe, what, Joe's Crab Shack or something like that for dinner, which it's like, okay. Um, there's, if you are paying attention, Gary is like the gay friend in the episode 
and he is the one that asked Morgan to prom later on down the road. So I thought that was fun to, like, kind of, like, pick him out of the crowd. And then Kristen and him, like, write this note to, like, a a hot guy at the bar or whatever. La, 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 that's it. Whatever, nothing really happens. And then they're talking about how they didn't invite Lauren and Lowe to the party because they're just, like, not that close to them, which is what makes it weird because they make it seem like everybody's, like, super close, but, like, clearly, like, they're not. Like, clearly, Lauren and Lowe don't, like, necessarily hang out with Christina and Morgan. They're just kind of, like, in another group. And so, like, sometimes they mix, sometimes they don't. And um, it's just, like, interesting that they, like, didn't invite them to the party or whatever. And then they walk in in the nail salon. And Lowe is such a bitch to Christina. And it's really funny. And then Christina and Morgan go to New York instead of going to Cabo, which is where everyone else goes. And Christina has this audition for, um, like, a Broadway musical or whatever. And her audition is terrible. Like, apparently she can sing. And, like, that's great. But, like, her audition was really bad. And then the only other thing that happens is Lauren and Lo are at home at Lauren's house and Lauren has bad grades and so she's grounded and I really enjoy her parents where her parents are like, you can have B's, you can have C's, like that's fine, but like you can't have F's, like that's not okay. And I'm like, I, I do appreciate that because that is kind of like our mentality, which I've talked about multiple times, but it's just like, you know, if our kid just like tries and still sucks and just gets like a C, like that's fine. If they're, like, adamantly, like, you have to adamantly not do anything to get an F. Like, you have to actually really not do anything to get an F. So she's getting, like, Fs. And she's like, you guys said I could coast. And he's like, that's not coasting. Like, you can coast, you can get Cs, but you can't get Fs. And it's like, and Lo's like, they have a point. And she's like, thanks, Lo. And, like, that is always really funny because I remember, like, um, if I was ever getting into an argument with my mom or something and my friend was, like, backing my mom, I was like, excuse me. Whose who's friend are you? Like, whose side are you on? What are you doing? Episode 5 is called What Happens in Cabo. This says, it's spring break in Cabo and anything can happen, especially since Elsie, Stephen, and Kristen are staying in the same hotel. So while Christina and Morgan are in New York, they all go to Cabo for spring break. This episode is so good. It's so good. Um, It starts out with Kristen and, like, her friends go to the tanning salon, and she's on the phone in the tanning bed. Like, what happens to that side of your face? Like, do you switch? Like, do you keep switching? Like, I was always terrified to do anything in a tanning bed because of marks. Like, that's such a fear. So I was always, like, very still when I was ever in a tanning bed. And it just, like, brought back, like, memories because that isn't something that I've done in a very long time, obviously. And it's just kind of funny. Um, I wrote that it's weird that they didn't make Jen a character because she's been in almost every single episode. So I think it's funny that she just, like, wasn't part of the show. Um, the boys all make a bet that Steven is going to try to hook up with Lauren when they go to Cabo, which I think they succeed because at the very end, Lo asks Lauren if she hooked up with Steven and I assume that the answer is yes. Kristen is a little scandalous. She's like talking about giving lap dances and she's dancing on the bar and Steven is like bugging really hard. He calls her a slut and a bitch and he says that he can get so much better than her and it's such a bad look. I assume that they're drunk because they can drink because they're all 18, But it is a really bad look. Like, he is just, like, going in on her and, like, following her around and is just, like, so, like, tortured by her and, like, is just, like, calling her, like, every name in the book. Um, I also put on here that Lauren can't dance because Lauren dances the way that I dance. (laughs) I cannot dance either. And so that's how I look when I go to, like, a club or something. Like, I look just like Lauren does and it's really bad. Like, she can't dance for shit and she doesn't even look, like, good trying. Like, she, she would be better just standing there, like like, maybe bopping her head or something because it's really bad, but I know that that's exactly how I look. Um, 
every fucking time. There's these bugging trucks and I'm annoyed. Um, oh, this is the episode. So Jessica is literally sharing a room with Kristen. Jessica and Kristen are sharing a room together. And then Jessica is at breakfast with Stephen, Lauren, and Dieter. And they're all talking about Kristen. Like they're talking about how Kristen was like, kind of acting like a slut and how Kristen was like dancing all over guys and how like they're talking and Jessica's like actively participating in this conversation and it's just interesting because like she is very much in the middle but like she's literally rooming with Kristen but like because she's with Dieter like she's kind of in that that like friend group as well and so it's just like really interesting that she kind of bounces back and forth and then um there's like a quick check-in with like Lauren and Kristen's dads, I think they, like, work together or something. They're kind of, like, friends in, like, a acquaintance sort of way, which I think is really cute, especially since the girls don't like each other. And then um, the last, like, night or something of their thing, there's, like, a fancy group dinner, and Stephen is, like, drunk, and Lauren is sick, and, like, he's just, like, coming up to her, and he's just, like, I just want to chill with you. I just want to take care of you and, like, all this stuff. But then he's, like, mouthing I love you to Kristen at the dinner, and it's just, like... He is just so, like, ugh, rewatching this, I'm just, like, absolutely not. Like, I know Jason is trash. I know Jason has his problems, and I know that, I mean, I think now, like, Jason has his life together a little bit, but I know back in the day, Jason was, like, the bad boy, and he was just, like, whatever, but, like, he is so much more, like, redeemable, I feel like, than Steven. Like, Steven is just garbage. Episode 6 is called The Best Part of Breaking Up. It says, after the craziness of Cabo, Kristen invites Steven to a Blink-182 concert with the hope of getting back together. So they all go to this concert. Like, Lauren and Lo go to the concert. Kristen and Steven go to the concert. And then when they're leaving the concert, there's this guy who tries to start a fight with the boys. And he's, like, calling Lauren and Lo sluts. And Kristen's like, Lauren is a slut. And it's like, in what way? Like, in what way? (laughs) Like, especially when you're comparing the two, like... Lauren's not, like, randomly hooking up with a bunch of random guys. Like, Kristen is way more fun and wild than Lauren. Like, watch your mouth. Um, and then Trey is having a Active Young America fashion show, and Lauren is helping him out with it. It's weird to me that Steven doesn't help out at all. Like, he doesn't help out at all, and they're, like, supposed to be such good friends. Like, that just doesn't seem like, you know, good friends. And then the only other thing that happens is Steven plans, like, this cute date for Kristen and the other girls are all watching the OC, which is really funny because they're talking, they're like, do you think other people like this show or do you think we just like it because it's, like, our lives <laughs> and, like, whatever. And it's funny. I don't know. I just think it's funny. But, um, like, there's kind of parallels between the date, like, when Kristen and Steven are kissing, it's like, oh, ooh, stop kissing, like, don't kiss. And, like, people are like, oh, my gosh, and, like, whatever. So, like, apparently, like, Kristen and Steven get back together whatever. Episode seven is called The Last Dance. It's prom time and while everyone is caught up with and everyone is caught up with who's going with whom. So this episode like Stephen and Kristen go together obviously and Stephen's way of asking Kristen is so stupid. He like pretends to be like a stalker and then like shows up and he like wrote on his chest like if you'll go out like that is such not effort. (laughs) Like there's other people that put in way more effort Like, even Gary, I mean, I understand that Gary's gay, so he's got, like, a better handle of this than maybe some other guys, but, like, everybody else's, like, ways of asking were really, really cute, and his was dreadful, and I don't know, I just don't, Steven is just not, like, I don't know, I just don't see any good qualities in Steven, like, in this rewatch, um, the song Better With You, I think it's by Five Times August, is in this episode, which is so great. And then Goodbye to You by Michelle Branch. And that's also really great. 
Um, Morgan and Lo have the same dress. They just have different colors. And Lo goes, Morgan has my dress. She's a whore. I love Lo. She's really funny. She always is starting shit with people. And I think it's great. Um, Lo also made out with Talon, which I think is interesting. Uh, Talon apparently just, like, kind of makes out with all the same girls. And it is a thing. And he's, like, a year. Well, he's a junior. Which Kristen's also a junior. Jessica's, I think, a junior. Um you know, they're kind of friends or whatever, or all juniors, but everybody else is seniors. So I think that's funny. And then I'm trying to think if there was a junior that like the girls in my grade were all like gaga over when we were seniors, but I don't even remember senior year because I was so checked out. So I don't know, but I really don't feel, I don't know. Like we did not hang out with a lot of juniors. I feel like, I feel like there were juniors that were Klingons, but I don't know. And then, um, Lauren ended up going, like, she made, like, a pact or something with a friend, like, if they didn't have dates or something, they would go, so she went with a friend, which, um, she gets, like, a lot of, like, shit for, I think, especially from, like, Kristen or whatever, like, making fun of her, but, like, as someone who didn't go to prom, because I was, like, well, I'm not going without a date, and, like, whatever, so, like, whatever. My first year of prom, I didn't go because I had to work and I couldn't get out of it. I was, like, the newest employee and all of the other people that worked there were all seniors. And so I was a junior. So I did not matter. And then all of the people, like, it was, I, th- I feel like it was, like, all guys at the time. But they, like, all rallied to, like, let me get off work and so I could go and whatever. And to add insult to injury, like, prom was literally at the same place as where I worked. Like, it was in the same like, building, and so it was, like, really, like, upsetting, (laughs) um, but I did not end up going, and I went home, and I cried my eyes out because of it, and then my senior year, um, the boy that I wanted to go with, the boy that wanted to go with me, um, my ex-boyfriend threatened to come into town and kick his ass, (laughs) and, um, shockingly, uh, that was enough to make it, we were like, all right, fuck it, we're just not gonna go, so neither of us went, Um, and we also didn't hang out either, so that's weird, but, yeah, so I never went to prom, I was a cool kid, and I didn't go to prom, so I think Lauren could have, like, not gone to prom, but Lauren was so actively involved in, like, social whatever that it would have been weird for her to not be there, um, so her going with, like, just a random friend I think made sense, but that was not my journey. Episode 8 is called Grin and Barrett. The seniors charter a yacht to Catalina, but Lo skips out. So Lo can't go on the trip. So basically, Lauren goes by herself, like, without any of her friends. Like, everybody else is, like, pretty much, like, tied to Kristen and Steven. And it is, like, not great. Lauren's, like, not super into camping. Like, she's, like, reading a fashion magazine and, like, just sitting there while everybody else goes and does, like, very outdoorsy kind of things. So I'm not sure why she went. I think she probably went because of Steven, but it is what it is. Um, and then there's this whole thing where, like, Steven pretends to be a bear, and then Kristen, like, flips out about it. She thinks it's, like, so dumb and so childish and immature. And then Alex, who is Kristen's other best friend, ends up, like, I think she's sharing a tent with Lauren, and she's like, sometimes I wish, like, you and Steven were together instead of Kristen and Steven. And Lauren's like, yeah, I know me too. And, like, the fact that they're having this conversation, it's, like, I don't really understand if these people are actually Kristen's friends or if they're just, like, put together because of, like, it doesn't make any sense to me, but I know that, like, in the next season, they're very, very close. So, it's, like, I don't really know the dynamic, but all of Kristen's friends are actively also friends with Lauren, and it's weird. 
Episode 9 is called Graduation Day. Graduation Day is here and the seniors spend time with their families getting ready for the big event. I said Stephen is such a slut. I have no idea why I said that. I'm assuming some more like back and forth with him and Lauren and Kristen. Um, and then Stephen and Kristen decide that they're going to split up when they go to college. Like when Stephen goes to college, it's not realistic for them to stay together. I think honestly more on Kristen's part than Stephen's, but what do I know? And then um, I kept track of the gifts that they showed. Lo got a car. Morgan got an iBook and Christina got a Bible. Like, can you imagine your friend being like, what'd you get? I got a car. I got a computer. And then be like, I got a, I got a Bible. <laughs> and like, it's just really funny. Um, and then like the song graduation plays by vitamin C and their graduation is really pretty. Obviously they're like right on the beach and they get to wear white, which I was like so jealous of. I wanted to wear white. I think I wore red. It's not, it's not the same. Um, and they have like lays and stuff like that. Like it was just like really pretty and tropical and ours was not like that because I live in the Midwest, obviously, but I remember really loving their graduation, whatever. It's really funny because watching this as a teenager, I was thinking about my graduation and then watching it pregnant as an adult, I'm thinking about when my kid graduates and I was like, Oh God, that's terrifying. Episode 10 is called the first to go. It says free from school. The gang lives up their last summer together. Lauren and Lowe go to Talons and use his hot tub. I think this is like a, like a stem from like Lauren or from Lowe and Talon like kind of hooking up. So I think they're kind of hanging out and then they just like randomly go and hang out. It's just kind of weird. Um, Trey leaves. He's the first to go. And then the girls are kind of all talking about where they'll be in 10 years. I think it's Lauren, Lowe, Christina, and Morgan. And, um, I think they're kind of spot on. I don't really remember, but like some of the things that they say about Lauren and some of the things they say about Morgan, I know end up being true. So that's fun. And then, um, I don't know if I had those kinds of conversations with my friends. Like I'm also not friends with any of those people, I feel like. So whatever. But, um, 10 years, like when I graduated, it was 2009. So in 2019, I don't think I could have predicted where I was in my life. I was in Vermont. I don't think I would have predicted that. So I also wouldn't have predicted COVID. So, you know, I don't know. And then um, Kristen and Steven go to the beach and they just talk about how they're going to miss each other. And it's so sad. Episode 11 is called Dunzo. It says, in the final days before leaving Laguna, Steven must tie up loose ends, a.k.a. Lauren, I think, but whatever. Um, it's really funny because Lauren is packing with Lo and Jen Bunny is in the background and her friend Caitlin is in the background who's also one of her really good friends. So I just, I just think it's very interesting the people that they show that aren't technically on the show but are in the background. And I'm very excited to pay attention to season two of like who's in the background of those episodes because I think even more so those people will be more prominent maybe in the hills and things like that. I don't know. I'm just very curious to pay attention to the background people. That was something I always wondered Lauren stopped filming The Hills and they did like one more season without her and I was always very curious how they did that because she still was very close to Lo, she was still very close to Brody, she was still close to those people so I'm confused like I'm very curious how I mean I know they just like schedule nights out they schedule where they're gonna film and stuff like that but I feel like it's very plausible that Lauren was probably in some of those places and just like not filming and I think that's super wild and I would love to know more about that but obviously nobody's gonna tell me but I just think it's very fun to pay attention to the people in the background it's very fun and then she will be loved by Maroon 5 plays and then Lauren goes to San Francisco Steven is there to pick her up and that's how it ends
overall, on this rewatch of the first season of Laguna Beach, I think my biggest takeaways are Stephen is not worth anybody's motherfucking time. And Lauren, I know, goes into season two still having feelings for him, and it's just really annoying. And there's just nothing redeemable about him. There's just nothing... I just don't get it. I don't get it. I think there are other guys and there are other options and he just is just a douchebag and like it just doesn't seem like he's got like a really cool personality it doesn't seem like he's like really fun to be with it doesn't seem like he's fun to like spend time with I don't know like I just I just really don't love I just don't love him and I remember like obviously back in the day I was like oh my god Lauren and Steven Lauren and Steven and I was like all here for it but now I'm like girl like what are you doing and I hope I would say the same thing to myself when I was in high school so you know it's whatever but I'm sure she would probably say the same. She'd be like, God, what was I doing? Like, whatever. Especially now that she's, like, married and happy and all these things. Like, I'm sure she probably looks back on stuff like that and is just like, what was I doing? But I don't know. Like, I don't know. So that's honestly my biggest takeaway. Also, I hate Morgan. Christina's not very enjoyable. And I'm Team Lauren all the way. That's pretty much all I got. So until next time, friends, look out for season two. Ciao.